This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're paving the way with a COVID-19 safe care plan so you can keep getting better. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now for a better gardening plan, here's our friend Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. Welcome to our second hour. I'm here every uh, Sunday from 8 until 10. Podcasts of the program are on my website by Monday afternoon almost every week. And uh, I also invite you to join me on Saturday afternoons from 1 until 3 on Sister Station, KLIF 570 on your dial. And podcasts of that program will also be on the uh, uh, website at neilspray.com uh, uh, Monday afternoons, late in the afternoon. So there we go. Uh, today's SPCA of Texas dog is Fella. Hey, Fella. That uh, is a common dog name, and it fits here. He is an eight-year-old Rottweiler mix. He has a steel black coat with tan markings just above his eyes around his neck with a hint of silver on his chin. Fella loves treats and chin scratches and head rubs. He's a laid-back kind of dog who enjoys a casual stroll a few times a day, with plenty of snuggling up on the couch with his human so he can catch up on his favorite TV shows. Fella is a huge fan of food and treats, so it'll be important for his owners to measure his food and leave him alone while he's eating because he gets grumpy if he thinks anybody's going to take his kibble or treats away. Fella would love to be the only dog in the home. He will need a home with adults only. This older gentleman is still quite smart. He'll do a perfect sit for a toss treat. Now through April 25, you can adopt any cat or dog for six months or older at the SPCA of Texas for 50% off their regular adoption fee. Fella is waiting to meet you at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To request an appointment to meet Fella, Please stop on over at spca.org slash dogadopt to submit an inquiry. spca.org slash dogadopt. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Fella has been neutered, microchipped, he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, and he's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive, That's at I-30 west of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet, one word. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, Fella, Fella the Dog. And sponsored today by Sunburst Shutters, I, th- I would suggest that you adopt Sunburst Shutters. You're going to love them. They're fabulous. We have them at our house. And as I've said many times here, we were in dire need of uh, some kind of window treatment about, uh, it's been 11 years now or so, somewhere in that range. And the Sunburst Shutters contacted me and said, we'd kind of like to talk to you about advertising. And when I went to see what they had, I said, oh, would I love to have that opportunity. Took my wife, and before we knew it, we had sunburst shutters. Not because they said, we want to put them in your house and see how you like them. Because we said, we love them. We want you to put them in our house. Please come measure. 
and uh, we have loved them every moment ever since. And you will too. These are made of polywood. It's a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. Uh, it is uh, color fast, white or off-white, two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louver size big shutters big louvers. That means that when you open them, you have very few lines. You can see out with a great vista into your landscape, onto your pool or your patio or across uh, whatever it is. Maybe it's just out into a beautiful hillside, whatever it is. Sunburst shutters makes it happen, and yet they are highly energy efficient when you have them closed. We found that during the cold spell. We had our shut, and when we'd open them to uh, take a look out into the snow and the ice, it was beautiful, but boy, that let the cold air in. And we have good windows. Sunburst shutters, is they, they're just the best going. Take a look at them uh, on the website, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Then invite them out to your home to bring samples and to measure your windows and tell you what it would cost to make your home just beautiful. That's sunburstshutters.com. Sunburstshutters.com, now available also in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214 343 That's 214-343-2601. Sunburst There's no better time to get back to better. So don't wait. Get the care you need today at Baylor Scott and White Health. Call 888-4-BSW-SAFE to learn more, schedule a visit, or to speak with a nurse. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Stubby, and we go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Jill in Chandler. Let me give you the phone number before I do that. It's two, uh, 800-288-WBAP. That's 800-288-9227. I have one open line. Jill in Chandler, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for calling. How can I help you? We have two um, flower beds in the front of our house, and we had wax leaf ligustrums in those flower beds. They're tall. They're trimmed at the top into a ball shape, and they are definitely, they did not survive the freeze. So we're trying to replace them, and we're leaning towards either an eastern, an emerald juniper, or a skyrocket juniper. Do you have an opinion on either one of those? Okay, emerald. Tell me about emerald. I know, uh, um, I know Skyrocket. It's just a, it, it looks like this has got the little, I think it's got tiny little blueberries and it's, it's tall. It goes to about, I think it says six to eight feet is the maximum height. Okay. Uh, so and this is any other juniper. It's not emerald green arborvitae. It's a, it is a juniper then. All right. right. I don't know that one. I haven't grown it. Uh, Skyrocket. Uh, the problem that, that I have seen with the vertical junipers, uh, such as Spartan and Skyrocket, and some of the others. I love Spartan. Uh, I have not grown Skyrocket. It's a little too dramatic. Um, <laughs> is that uh, they have a, a disease called uh, uh, juniper twig blight, and it is is very disfiguring you may have seen blue point junipers where a, a third of the plant dies fairly suddenly mm-hmm. and uh, that's the same thing and it, it took out my spartan and i have seen it take out skyrocket a, a piece at a time and as soon as you lose a part of a thing that is as symmetrical as as these vertical right. junipers then you really have effectively lost the the beauty of the plant so now i don't know emerald and i don't know if it is uh, particularly susceptible to that or not. do you have a suggestion since i want something tall and skinny because their their flower beds are only like 18 inches wide or maybe 24 inches all right um 
And and what's behind them? Are there columns or what? What's there? Just the house. Well, no, I know that, but like the garage, there's windows. Like we have it spaced between the windows. Like we have tall and skinny, and then the little box. I think boxwood hedges, okay. and then those are in front of the windows, so they're low. And then at the ends, that we have the the ligustrums right now. Well, there there aren't a lot of plants that are that dramatically vertical. Um, and, and so you may be limited to those. I don't know that anything's going to stop at six feet, however. Uh, skyrocket certainly won't. It'll go. It'll well, go. that's okay. It can be much taller. I don't, it, it can, yeah. I, it can go as high as 12 or 13. And it will. And then more. Okay. Uh, and it almost overwhelms everything. It's, it's kind of like looking at a field goal, a, a goalpost okay. on a football field, which is not necessarily, it kind of overtakes the whole look of the landscape. Um, the, the, one that I like, and the reason I'm hesitating, Jill, is that that's just not a style that I'm comfortable in recommending um, in, in landscaping because it is so overpowering, uh, and, and so my mind just doesn't go there comfortably. Uh, but okay. Scarlet Scarlet Peak Yopon is, is a lovely vertical Yopon, and not, not Will Fleming. Uh, that one splays out and doesn't hold it. It's not mannerly about growing vertically. But uh, Scarlet Peak seems to. It's a really pretty plant, and I would look for that. It's kind of hard to find. I don't know if Blue Moon, they're close to you, could get it for you. Mm-hmm. If they don't have it, they may, very well may. Uh, I would talk to uh, I would talk to Mary or Sharon there and see if they could get it uh, in for you or, or if they have something. They're uh, fabulous. Yeah, that's where I'm headed next weekend. So. Well, they're fabulous. They're just fabulous. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they I'd are. call I'd call ahead and ask if they have either uh, if they have that uh, Scarlet Peak Yopon. Uh, it uh, has been it's from Monrovia in California, and they buy things from Monrovia. Um, but that would be one possibility. Uh, Oakland Holly is lovely. It's too wide for what you're describing. But it's a nice vertical or fairly upright holly. There are other good hollies that will do well for you where you are that that we don't grow here uh, in the in the metro. I'm trying to trying to think of things that could could fit in that size. If you start with a small plant, you could almost train some of the other plants to last for a good while. 18 inches is really narrow, but you could almost train a um, you could train a dwarf Burford holly to stay 18 inches wide for 20 years, but it's going to take mm-hmm. a long time to get six feet tall. Um, Needlepoint holly, you could, but it's going to get there in, in a few years, and then it's going to get uh, kind of bare on the sides after after eight or ten years, and you're going to have to replace it. I let them let them guide you because they may have access to uh, they may have they may suggest some plants that are well adapted to your East Texas soils. That would okay. be that columnar. There aren't that many plants that are going to fit that, though. Yeah, we had to cut our ligustrum to fit in. I mean, it, it was t- we, if, it was a ball at the top. It yeah, if you know what, if so. if you if you can if you can grow a, a wax leaf in that space, of course that's poodled and and uh, you could right. you could you could poodle almost anything. I guess you could poodle a yopon holly if you wanted to. Mm. Uh, okay, but, well I'll go talk to Blue Moon. I love going there anyway. It gives me a good excuse. Yeah, either Mary or Sharon would be the two. I'd, I'd okay. look for one or the other of them. They're the the partners, the co-owners, and and let okay. them let them guide you and tell them hi for all me. All right, thanks for your help. They're dear I will. friends. Thank all you. right, good deal. All right, uh, come back and go to Karen and Breckenridge as we go across 
Texas, and Buckin University Park. So there we go. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Garden. I think uh, if you look in the very back of the book, all those little labels that are back there in the in the photo in the back, that's from Blue Moon back in the back of their place. And I think my Weeping Yopan Holly is a photo I took at Blue Moon Gardens. I think there are probably some other things there. I love that uh, nursery. Uh, my fifth printing of Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is underway tomorrow, and I'm pretty pumped about that. It should have been underway about uh, about six weeks ago, but uh, we couldn't get the paper, I guess, is the reason. And plus, the fourth printing sold out a lot faster than I thought it was going to. A lot faster. I think the, uh, the, the uh, cold spell caused people to want to get the book to do things. But anyway, here is what you get. The uh, The book has the 11 chapters that cover all aspects of gardening, lawns, landscaping, uh, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening for the whole state of Texas. Every county is covered in this book. I guarantee your satisfaction with the book or I'll refund every penny. We now have officially sold all 60,000 copies of the first four printings, and I've had no requests for refunds yet, and uh, not, not one. And but I offer it, and uh, since you're buying it sight unseen, I, I need to offer that to you. Uh, I will sign your copy when I get them and when we mail them. The sooner you order, the sooner you'll get it. Uh, I normally turn them right around and send them. However, uh, when when the books come in, there will be a lot of orders. There may be several thousand orders, and so I encourage you to order today. Don't wait. It's uh, instead of $36.95, which will be the price, it is now $31.95. That's the offer I'm making to you for Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening 5th Printing. It will be three or four weeks delayed, and then it will come to you. And uh, satisfaction guaranteed, that's all I have to say. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. Order it at, right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, or you can call my office Monday through Friday, uh, business hours, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is at neilsperry.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Thank you, Stubby. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware right now. You know what they say about Ace. Ace is the place. Yeah, you finished it right with the helpful hardware folks. They are there at the door to greet you when you come in asking how they may be of help. And then they'll find the specialist among their staff who knows exactly what you're trying to complete, whether it's painting or plumbing or housewares or gardening or Whatever it is, they can help you. Ace is the place where they want you to succeed. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Scott's Turf Builder. 
32010 Lawn Food for Southern Lawns. 5,000 square foot. Sale price is $17.99. Save an extra $2 with your Ace Rewards card and pay only $15.99. Now that sale ends on March 31 of 2021. There is a limit of two bags. Build thick green lawns in the south using Scott's Turf Builder Southern Lawn Food with the exclusive Scott's All-in-One Particle. It's specially formulated for southern lawns. It helps build strong, great-looking lawns, and it improves the lawn's ability to absorb water and nutrients versus an unfed lawn. Ace stores, they're parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community, somebody who wants you to succeed. These are not some national chain. These are locally owned uh, stores. They join together for buying purposes, but they are locally owned, independent stores. Ace, Ace is the place with those great people. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. If you've been putting your health on hold, don't delay. Baylor Scott & White Health has added a number of preventive measures to get you back to better. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phones. We have Karen in Breckenridge. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Good. How uh, can I, I help? In- yes, I have an Indian hawthorn hedge across the front of my home that died in the freeze. Um, in the time that it's been there, which is 35 years, a tree has gotten quite large there. So part of it is in shade, and it faces west. So it gets a lot of shade later in the day. Uh, part of it is in mostly sun. So can you suggest something that would stay around three feet to replace that with? Yes, uh, and in a heartbeat, the, the, the grade A-plus plants would be dwarf hollies. Carissa holly looks enough like Indian hawthorn from 20 feet away that uh, it would almost be a complete trade. Same leaf size, same texture, same growth form. So Carissa holly would be my choice. Uh, you could also do uh, well with dwarf yopon holly. It's a much finer textured plant. Uh, and for something a little bit taller that would go to four feet, you'd have dwarf Burford holly or five feet. You could keep it easily at four feet with pruning it once every couple of years. So those are those are the three best. And then there are a lot of other, well, there aren't a lot, but there are some other uh, plants that will get uh, three, three and a half feet tall. Uh, but, uh, and, and boxwood is one of those. Uh, you, you'd need to get... Uh, something like a green luster or winter green or one of the ones that holds its color in the winter. Um, and I don't, the book is still out on a brand new disease that's moved into the United States about 10 years ago called boxwood blight. We don't know how that's going to impact boxwood. Um, uh, dwarf abelias uh, lost a lot of their foliage in the cold. We don't know how they're going to bounce back. Um, so, you know, that's why I say the hollies just came through with shining mm-hmm. colors. They look great. All right. Thank you. Do, can you think of anything that's even smaller that might, as a kind of interest, put in front of those, just a few of them? Well, those are like the shortest shrubs anything? that we have. Those are the shortest <laughs> okay. shrubs. Now you're stepping down okay. to ground covers, and and okay. uh, in the shade, since you're in shade, then you could use something like liriope. Uh, it, it got hurt some in the cold and and uh, mondo grass purple winter creeper euonymus will tolerate sun or shade um, and it was not hurt by the cold at all uh, so those are uh-huh. those are possibilities but you're, you're talking about ground covers when you step down from the dwarf mm-hmm. hollies 
Uh, right, dwarf dwarf Nandinas, you bet. Flirt uh, and uh, Harbor Dwarf Nandinas are both beautiful, and they would be pretty in front. So, hey, I appreciate oh, your call. Welcome. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. All right, let me go to uh, Buck in University Park. Buck, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How you doing? I'm well, thank you, sir. What can I do for you? Well, we have had. Uh, I called you about this about a couple of years ago. We had a Japanese maple that got chewed up at the base by we think maybe it was rats, and that died. And then they moved over to a uh, Oklahoma redbud, chewed that up at the base, and oh, then no. up, yeah, and then up in about six feet up into the tree. Well, anyway, uh, I just noticed this week I only have buds on one tiny little limb, so the other limbs are dead. So mm. I've obviously got to cut it back. I'm wondering if will that come back or do I should take the hake it out completely? It is a grafted variety, Buck, and if you can see where the graft union is, I'm sure you can. If you look down, oh, maybe six inches off the ground. There okay. will be a there will be a crook in the trunk, or there will be a change in the in the habit of the trunk in some way. You'll say, "Well, there it is, right there." And if you're pruning it back above that, then you'll have Oklahoma. If you prune it below that, you'll have a seedling redbud. Okay, so it it will come back. It just it will come back as either one one either the main tree, the actual tree, or the or the graft. It'll come, yeah. It'll either come back as Oklahoma redbud with that deep burgundy color, or it will come back yeah. as a seedling with heaven knows what color, anywhere from yeah. light pink to something not quite as dark as Oklahoma. Is that is that a pretty slow process? I mean, is it is it worth the trouble of let, uh, or should I just replace it? I don't know how much vigor it has after they've been working on it like that. Um, it it doesn't hurt to give it a try because the the burst of growth will come this spring. Uh, you would know by the end of May. You'd know okay. within a couple of months. I guess no harm in trying. No, absolutely not. And it's just going to be a, a, a 12 or 15-inch stump that's going to be out there, and so it's not going to be highly noticeable. It's not going to look any worse than the rest of your landscape and my landscape right now after the cold. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's going to be the least defensive part of our landscapes. <laughs> I, somebody asked me what plants that lose. I said, you know, it would probably be easier to just say what what one plan I didn't lose. Yeah, really? Isn't that the truth? Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Thanks for your help. I love hearing from you. Thank you, Buck. Take care. Goodbye. All right. We'll come back to uh, Missy in Fort Worth. Speaking of things that are lost, she's lost Sago Palms, and we'll talk to her. And uh, then the other two lines are open for you right now. If you'd like to call, it is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Baylor Scott & White sponsors this entire hour, and they sponsor a lot of great things in terms of common sense and health and vigor in us and uh, keeping ourselves healthy in the first place. Doesn't that make sense? Isn't that great? Nobody ever said you need to be sick to get better. That's why Baylor Scott & White Health is innovating how people get well and then they stay well. Where prevention might just be the prescription, teaching is on the treatment plan and everybody is always on the same team. It's your team. They're working for your betterment. And I see that because my doctors are at Baylor Scott & White and my wife's doctors are at Baylor Scott & White and they talk to each other and they say, here's what Neil needs. 
or uh, they use my first name because I go by my middle name. And oh goodness! And but they they know that I use my middle name. It doesn't matter. Anyway, at Baylor Scott and White, they believe being better is a way of life. That begins with their commitment to put patients and members at the core of everything they do. Patients are why the professionals at Baylor Scott and White work tirelessly to make healthcare work better, ensuring we all can access the care we need when we need it. Your friends at Baylor Scott and White say better is who we are. It's who we've always been and always will be. It's what drives us to look beyond the hospital walls and push beyond the status quo, never settling for anything less. And it's it's how we create healthcare experiences that inspire a life well lived, because that's what being better is all about. They take pride in being Baylor employees. In fact, my wife serves on the, the Baylor. It's a, an unpaid position, volunteer position, but she serves on the on the board of Baylor Scott & White McKinney, and she's proud. She's been on that, on that board since ground was broken for that hospital, what, 10 years ago or 11 years ago. And um, she refers to the Baylor way. She hears that being talked about. That's, that's the Baylor way, the way that we do things to do them right. Learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. You don't have to feel distant. Come join the conversation. I just want to say uh, I love America because everyone gets a voice. This is News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. Neil's Praise eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It's free, uh, and it, it comes from my computer directly to your email box on Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. Constant contact is uh, the way that we send it out, and mine comes at 6.04. I don't know uh, how much it varies, but not by much. And we have 73,000 people on our distribution list. I enjoy very much working on eGardens. I spend about a day to a day and a half a week on eGardens. And it's it's a, a pleasant experience. It's like an old-fashioned garden section. Uh, and I, I make sure that it's all timely and uh, very, very informative. Um, I try to do my research ahead of time and, and, and bring things to you that you need to be seeing what is critical to you for that week. For example, gardening this weekend uh, is the uh, is the column that I write where I tell you the things that are most critical for this weekend based on the weather that we've had and the upcoming weather of the next several days. What do you need to accomplish in the next three or four days from that Thursday on so you can go shopping on Friday and get what you need. That's one of the columns. One of the things I always write is uh, the uh, uh, plant of the week, a featured plant of the week, something that's really beautiful or or that needs to be planted right then. And then I also have a featured question of the week. If you want to see what eGardens looks like, go to my website where you sign up for it. That's the only place you can sign up and you have to do that. Uh, We can't do it for you. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on that eGardens tab. I'll be looking for you. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. The COVID-19 numbers in Texas show a slight increase. I'm Dennis Martin. At the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident still has westbound Highway 114 closed between O'Connor Road and Hidden Ridge. 
Another accident is affecting the number one and number two lanes of eastbound I-20 at Collins Street. In addition, westbound I-20's number one lane is also blocked because of the wreck on the eastbound side. North of DFW Airport, northbound 121 is closed by construction today between 114 and 635. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Sunny, breezy today, high in the low 70s. Cloudy tonight, overnight low in the mid-50s. And then, steadily increasing chance for showers and storms throughout the day. Tomorrow, the high temperature Monday will hit the mid-60s. Right now, though, lots of sunshine, 49 degrees. State health officials report an uptick in the number of new COVID-19 cases in Texas. 3,673 new cases reported Saturday. That was 150 more than on Friday. That makes the Texas pandemic total now more than 2.74 million. The state also reports the fewest numbers of COVID-19 hospitalizations since early October. Fort Worth Fire Department called out early this morning to fight a raging fire in a neighborhood church. Flames were pouring out of the roof of the El Buen Samaritano Methodist Church in the 3400 block of Strong Avenue when the fire department arrived. Damage is reportedly extensive. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update at 10 o'clock. Meanwhile, 24-7 news coverage is there at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis. Has the weather knocked out your plants? Were you looking to spruce things up in your landscape anyway? Well, let me suggest to you, go to the best. Experts from the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. This is one of the strongest trade organizations in America. They're men and women who have banded together decades ago to ensure that Texas gardeners have the best plants, the best products, and the best service that any industry can possibly provide. Shop where you see the name badges and emblems of certified landscape professionals and certified nursery professionals. They've studied long and hard hours to pass exams that prove they know their plants and their services. They are the pros, the best in the business. They're going to be at member nurseries and affiliated businesses of the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. It's been my experience that you're most likely to find them at local independent retail garden centers. For the kind of professional help you want and deserve, support your local certified nursery professional and certified landscape professional at a member business of the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. For a complete list, visit LandscapeTexas.org. That's LandscapeTexas.org. Get social with us. Like WBAP on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WBAP 24-7 News. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. Folks, I hope you'll go to my website. It's neilsperry.com. It's where you buy my latest book, That Fifth Printing, with that very special sale, $5 off if you order right now today. That's uh, that's a special opportunity for you at neilsperry.com. Uh, it's also where you sign up for my free electronic newsletter, eGardens. Get that done so you don't miss another issue of it. It's also where you can see my 1,001 frequently asked questions. Actually, now 1,030 frequently asked questions. I keep adding to it. 
and uh, it's also where you can see the archived information on Rose Rosette virus and a whole lot more at neilsperry.com n e i l s p e r r y.com Now's the time to get back to better. Baylor Scott & White Health is moving ahead so better health can follow, providing new ways of care to keep you safe. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now here's Neil. All right, Stuby, let's go to Missy in Fort Worth. Missy, this is Neil. Good morning. Well, good morning and happy on Sunday. Well, it's a little early, I think, but thank you very much. Thank you. How can I help I you? I have a four stego palms that were planted, and they died in the freeze. Mm-hmm. I bought four at Home Depot, and they don't have the little pineapple thing on the bottom. How do I? How deep do I plant them? Well, anytime you buy a plant that you're going to set into the garden, you plant it at the same depth at which it was growing originally, just to whatever depth it was in in the pot. And okay. uh, sago palms are not reliable in our area uh, for getting through winters. They're going to freeze again. It's it's a plant that should not be planted outdoors here. Oh, yeah. great. I, I would dearly love to get you to buy from independent retail garden centers, just like that last ad that I did for the members yeah, of the I Texas Nursery that. and Landscape Association. That's where you, you know, a nurseryman would say, you know, you don't want to plant this in the ground. You probably would be better off to plant it in a pot so you can get it indoors if it's going to get really cold. But anyway, yeah. anytime you plant uh, any any kind of a, uh, a, a plant out of a pot into the ground, you want to set it at the same depth so you don't get it too deep, you don't want it too shallow, you want it at the same depth it was growing before. Okay, one more question. Sure. My Indian hawthorn looks bad but should i just trim it back or uh... i i think i don't know if you've uh heard any of the other calls today but i think they're gone i think uh, they've been lost all the way down to houston you know, everyone in the state <laughs> just uh. about i don't think there's much chance that any of them will have survived what should i replace it with i heard you say something about a holly yeah, the dwarf hollies are going to be your best bet. They're the same ones I mentioned a few moments ago. That would be a dwarf yopon. Uh, or if you want something that looks very much like Indian hawthorn, that would be carissa holly and then dwarf burford holly. Those are the three. And, and I, I like, nobody else does, but I like uh, a dwarf Chinese holly. Most people say it's too prickly, but it's uh, always been one of my favorites. But anyway, do those any, are those are the do best. They bloom? No, well they no, they the dwarf Burford holly has berries, so obviously it blooms, but the flowers are not showy. The fruit's beautiful in the winter. The fruit lasts for a long time, but you know I I don't care if a shrub blooms particularly. If it blooms, that's nice, but flowers last for two weeks. I want a shrub that's going to last and look great uh, for twelve months. I don't care if it blooms for two weeks or not. Okay, thank you so much. Appreciate your call. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, I just just scrolled back down on the post I put up on the 16th of March. So it was five days ago on my Facebook page on the Indian Hawthorne. And I can't, this thing's going to hit half a million. It's 464,400 people reached, 80,869 engagements, 1,100 comments, and... uh, 
almost 2,000 shares. Oh, goodness. That is just crazy. So a lot of people were wondering what to do with their Indian Hawthorns. All right, let's go to uh, Bill in Richardson. Bill, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How may I help you? My question, I have a variegated pittosporum in my backyard that looked like it was uh, pretty well shot. I cut it back probably 50% um, two weeks ago. I uh, kind of waited to see if there was any signs of life whatsoever. Yesterday, I went out and, and bought replacements, brought it back. And before I pulled the old ones out, I took my thumbnail down, you know, lower on the on the uh, bark and was able to scrape it off. And it's still moist. I won't I wouldn't say that it was green, but it looked it looked like it was alive. My question is, is there any chance at all that it's coming back or should I? Go ahead and pull it out and start over. I would not think that it would uh, be alive. Epidosporum does not have the reputation of sending out new shoots from below like uh, Oleander does and some others. It, in fact, is one of the one of the that's that was the first plant that I thought would be lost after the cold. Anybody who had Epidosporum, I said to my wife, is doomed on this one. They're they're just not going to make it because. They they die in much uh, warmer. They they really should probably never be planted in Dallas Fort Worth. It's a pretty plant. I have three, and I covered them with frost cloth up against the north side of our house, and they're fine. Frost cloth came through in heroic proportions in our landscape this year, and for other people uh, across Texas. We had uh, I had a post on Facebook from somebody in San Antonio. She said, "I am a believer." In frost cloth, look at my three sago palms. One of them is as green as it can be, and the other two are gone. And the frost cloth blew off those two. And um, so, but pittosporum doesn't come back when it freezes like that, Bill. Uh, the, okay. the moisture that you're seeing is probably just moisture that's still in that wood. If it's not green, then there's nothing there. Yeah, okay, that. That's yeah. kind of what I suspected, but before yeah. I pulled out, you know, twenty-five-year-old plant, I wanted to be sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it's okay. Time well, to replace thank you them. so much. I'm sorry, sorry for the bad news. You bet. Take care. All right, uh, let's see where we are time-wise. I'll take another call. These are going fairly quickly. The the problem is they're all bad news. Let's go to Richard and Azel. Richard, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Richard. And he hung up. Most common dead shrubs, he says, are loripedalums. And he's wondering about waiting until April to see if they come back. Uh, that one might be worth waiting on because most people are telling me that the loripedalums, the Chinese fringe flower, uh, is uh, they're coming back. Some folks are referring to it as Japanese fringe flower. Uh, it's uh, I think it is truly Chinese. So many of so, so many of our great plants are from China, uh, but they are coming back, a lot of them, and I think I would probably prune those and reshape them a little bit if they appear to have died back a little bit, but I'd wait on those. I think that's probably not a bad idea. Let me give you the phone number. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Give me a call if you will, please, and we'll take my last break of the program, and, and uh, we will have uh, my pastor to give a little bit of update on on uh, church i normally would have an ad uh, for my church that i donate and uh, for the last time probably uh, we will have him live and uh, then he's going to go back into his oh mode of oh my goodness poor guy 
Uh, he uh, has done a lot of services each Sunday, and I, I think, well, we'll find out from him. But anyway, give me a call if you if you can. I have plenty of time for calls. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, the fifth printing, will commence tomorrow morning, bright and early in San Antonio at Clear Visions. And uh, they have the paper in hand, and they are ready to roll. Roll the presses. It is a very special limited-time offer that I give to you right now. It's a, a savings of $5. It will be $36.95 plus tax and postage. You can get the book for $31.95 plus tax and postage. It will never be this low-priced again. So you need to take advantage of it by ordering right now. This is a pre-sale offer. This is a pre-delivery offer. I don't know, it's pre-something. It's pre-printing offer because they haven't printed yet. I guess that's what we can say today. And uh, I'm doing this just because I owe it to you. I'm going to ask you to order it ahead of time. And uh, then I'll put you in, in queue. The earlier you order, the faster you'll get your copy at the other end. Uh, what happened uh, last year when the pandemic hit and we were reprinting the fourth printing, um was the last day of the of the special offer uh, and that was not as big a savings that last day uh, it went from 1100 that had been sold to uh, more than 4000 that had been sold 3500 sales came in on the last two days of of the offer people said oh I guess I'll get busy now and oh my gosh and it took me it took me I think 3 or 4 weeks to get all of those signed and mailed I worked 14-hour days in our front porch all of that month trying to get those out of here. And so I encourage you order now, and you'll have one of the first ones. As of last night, uh, from KLIF yesterday in my statewide program, we had sold few more than 100, and uh, today it will go up considerably. So order now. It's uh, $36.95 regular price, $31.95 if you order right now. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores, not on Amazon. It's the 11-chapter book that's for all of Texas. It may be the only gardening reference you will need. Chapter 2 is that, uh, that calendar of when to do everything, and uh, this is the time to order it right now. You can either call my office Monday through Friday, business hours, at 800 752 G-R-O-W, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Com. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Why should you pay every month for a temporary storage facility when you can own a genuine 
Mueller Building. Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble. They're affordable and they offer a permanent storage solution right there in your own backyard. With a variety of sizes available and more than 30 colors from which to choose, that's in their backyard building kits. They complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller's standard series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're fabulous. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can visit them online at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com to get a free customized building estimate. And while you're there on that great website, click on their color selector tool. It makes choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. To find out more about Mueller steel buildings and metal roofing, call 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them at MuellerInc.com. M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Mueller. Steel buildings for permanent storage. There's no better time to get back to better. So don't wait. Get the care you need today at Baylor Scott and White Health. Call 888-4-BSW-SAFE to learn more, schedule a visit, or to speak with a nurse. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you, sir. And normally right in that spot, right before that rejoinder, right before the the ad that I did for Mueller, you would have heard a recorded message from my pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett. And probably we will be reverting to those recorded messages starting next week because Tommy's going back to work. Hi, Tommy. <laughs> You've been yeah. taking a year off, haven't you? You yeah, have been. You have been trying. You have been trying to figure out what to do, haven't you? My gosh, it's it's uh, everybody I've talked to is just exhausted uh, from the from the last year. Everybody is, and, uh, but but we're moving through, and and it's spring, and next week is Palm Sunday. We have uh, outside worship services next week, and then Easter Sunday, and then. Uh, inside services uh, the Sunday after Easter we begin. So um, go to our website at sharingtheheart.org, and you can you can connect with all that information. Folks, this is the first I didn't mention, Tommy. We might want to mention our church. They, they don't know if we're some radical out there group or we're kind of harmless we're first united methodist church of downtown mckinney a church that has survived for more than a decade more than 10 decades (laughs) so come see us first united methodist church of downtown mckinney at sharingtheheart.org what is your sermon topic today tommy so we're talking about grief we've been we've been talking about grace through lent and today we're going to talk about god who gives us grace to grieve and how grief is a natural part of our life together, uh, but grief does not have the final word in our lives. And so we're going to remember that and give thanks uh, and bless each other with God's healing grace today. I think we really need that. It's uh, proven yet again and again and again. Well, all right, Tommy. That's great. And and lots of different things in other churches and, and in our church. And all the details are at sharingtheheart.org. And so we hope that you'll join us uh, online. Uh, the service today will be online at 10.05. Pastor Abe, is that correct, at 11.10? That's exactly right. And then Stacy and her team from Melissa uh, at 10.30, uh, they'll be leading worship. All, all of that 
information uh, can be found on our website, sharingtheheart.org. And Tommy, do you have an uh, estimated time of completion for the Melissa Church yet? We think it's going to be the end of April. So, so next month, they ought to be able to be in their space. Be sure to let me know when that is, and we'll get that word out. Thank you, Tommy. Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. I'll see you on, on my iPad in about 15 minutes. God bless you, Neil. Thank you, Tommy. Bye-bye. All right. That uh, is a, a wonderful pastor you just got to hear right there. Let me go to Jeff in Frisco. Jeff, this is Neil. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Question for you. We've got, oh, about 25 to 30 ligustrums that we're using on our side yard with a wrought iron fence for a privacy um, hedge. And uh, it still appears that the bark, you know, that the um, uh, the trees are green inside when we scratch away the bark. Just wanted to make sure your thoughts as whether or not they truly will survive the freeze. And I don't think they will. You don't I don't think, think so. they did. I think they were cooked. Uh, the uh, the green, uh, I've I've been telling folks uh, here and on Facebook and in my eGardens newsletter that that green is a pigment. It it's chlorophyll. It's it's like a little boy who is out running around in the yard and he slides into the clover patch. He comes in. He's got his blue jeans on. I'm I'm reliving my life. Uh, and his mom says, "What on earth have you done?" Oh, I just slid out there. Well, yeah. Well, look at all the green stains you have on your pants. Well, that doesn't mean that my pants are now alive with with uh, plant tissue. It's just a dye. It's a pigment, and that's what you're seeing in the in okay. the tissue. It's there. Uh, it will gradually fade away and be gone. Um, I mean, you can you can certainly leave them there, Jeff, and and maybe they'll sprout out down below. Uh, I've seen, as I mentioned to a couple of callers and other calls this morning, I have seen ligustrums uh, defoliate and die, uh, including a row that w- were in a house that we bought in Farmer's Branch back in the 70s, in 1970. Uh, somewhere later in the 70s, they froze, and uh, there nothing ever came back from those. I've never seen a ligustrum come back. Maybe okay. it, maybe it happens, but I think it's time to replace. How tall did you keep these? Oh, uh, they were um, you know eight nine feet. I, in a heartbeat, a much better plant, and a plant that is beautiful all across uh, the metroplex right now, even in spite of the cold. Uh, two plants, uh, one that will eventually grow to be eight or nine feet, um, with very infrequent pruning, would be needlepoint or also called willow leaf holly. And then one that you could get there faster and that you would have to prune to keep it nine feet would be Nellie or Stevens holly, my two favorite shrubs of all for, for okay. screening. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. All right, folks, we have a, a couple of minutes or about a minute to finish the program out today. And to do so, I think we're getting very close to a time when we can make the determination on almost all plants of whether we will prune them. Uh, whether we will leave them unpruned because they're going to be okay or whether we need to take them out and remove them. Um, I could, I, I think with about 80% of the shrubs and ground covers, uh, the, the woody plants, I think you can make that determination now. It's too early to tell on crepe myrtles. They haven't even offered to leaf out, and most of them will. Uh, it's too early to tell on some live oaks. Most of them have re-leafed, and they're all going to be fine, all going to be fine, unless they were extremely weak uh, to start with. I mean, really weak. 
Um, so, you know, nothing to be hurt by waiting another couple weeks, but, uh, but most plants you can already tell. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the program, the two uh, votes out still are crepe myrtles and St. Augustine. And with crepe myrtles, there will only be two or three varieties that, that will freeze back to the ground, but they'll come back. Most of the 120 varieties are quite winter hardy. Also remember that your time to apply pre-emergent weed killer granules uh, pretty much ends now. This is just the tail end of that time. You'll still get good control if you apply them now, but I'm not going to tell you that a week from now. So dimension or halts or bayland, same as I've been talking about for the last uh, uh, three weeks, dimension or halts or bayland uh, granules applied to any lawn that has been in longer than uh, since uh, September. And... Um, where you're not going to be planting new grass this spring. Uh, those will prevent the germination of crabgrass and graspers. The grassy weeds you have out there right now are not crabgrass. That's rescue grass. So that's my time. Mike Bass, thank you, sir. Great job. Until next week, happy gardening.